welcome to Learn to Adult, the podcast guiding you to adulting better. My name is Abby, and uh, I'm back from hiatus. A very small, only a few month long, unannounced hiatus. It's not so bad, right? It's the part where you answer me. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to, like, introduce me. I mean, you can start talking before I introduce you. Can I? It's weird. It's it's like we've never podcasted before together. Okay, okay. Okay. And everyone, the, the lovely, soothing radio voice you're hearing is my husband. Say hi, Ty. Well, hi, Ty. Hi, Ty. Yes. Yes. So, uh, to jump back into this post-hiatus podcasting extravaganza that we will begin on, um, I decided to do a holiday. It's not exactly a spooktacular, because that would make it seem like there was going to be, like, ten hours of awesomeness and, like, a bunch of extra media stuff. This is more of just a, what's what's a... It's a mini version of a spooktacular. Like a mini spooktacular? Uh, a spook light? Spook light? <laughs> uh, mm. uh, we should have workshopped this before we started. Yeah, but that's fine. That's fine. That's yeah. fine. We're not going to worry about it. Everything's fine. Don't worry. So it's just a quick journey down zombie lane. Yeah, the zombie lane. Yes. So giving away the topic, we although you probably also read the title of the podcast, we will be talking about zombie survival guide. Yes. Yes. Because yes. how to adult in a zombie adults. apocalypse? Exactly. Because you know what? Even in a zombie apocalypse, you're going to need to know how to be an adult. Right. Yes. You're going to need to be able because much like um, there's there's a moment that every real adult feels where they look around and look for the person in charge, and to their horror, it's them. Oh yeah. I've had that at work before, where it's like, well, shouldn't I defer to somebody? Oh no, that's. That's me. That's you. I'm the person in charge. And now I have a child and now I'm super the person in charge. Right. It's it's a lot of responsibility in in life with a child and then also at work when you have people looking up to you. To yeah, that, that's why I don't I don't strive to be there. Yeah. Well yeah. you don't strive to, but you end up there. I do. Yeah. I do. Yeah. Everyone does. You can't avoid it yes. for too terribly long. Right. Right. So eventually you'll always be in a room where you're the wisest person there. Mm-hmm. And that either says a lot about you or a lot about the other people in the room. Get a new room. Get a new... Move rooms. God. <laughs> so, to, so, like I said, to jump back into podcasting, we're going to start with uh, this little Halloween special of uh, zombie survival. Zombie survival. Zombie survival. All right. So, first of all, we got to talk about what you do the moment it breaks. Because obviously, I mean, we've all seen horror movies. The same thing happens. No one knows there's, there's a zombie apocalypse coming. It just gets dropped on all of us. Right. You're just a regular person just going about your day. And then some guy from the government comes on and says, everybody, martial law has been declared. There is a zombie apocalypse afoot. God bless you all. Good luck. Hello. And, yeah. yeah. And it's just, I mean, there's no, hey, it's quietly happening. And we're all like, oh, we're a little bit afraid of it. No, no, no. It just gets dropped on you. And we all have to fend for ourselves. See, I'm inclined at first. I'm just going to go fake news. Fake news? Fake news. It's fake news. Yeah. They're just lying to us. You're just like, going to still sit there? Like me, I'm going to need to see a zombie like coming after me. I feel like you'd still question it. You're that Probably, much of a yes. skeptic. Yeah. You're yeah. like, it? that's how you'll die. Well, you'll no, die I being would, a skeptic. I would find someone nearby to throw in my way, uh, you know, as a human shield or something. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. So step one, don't do what Ty is. No, that's a terrible plan. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you I'm know that that's that. a terrible plan. Yeah. 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 I get aware it. That's a terrible plan. Doesn't gonna, yeah. not gonna stop you from doing it. Yes. You're the first person that dies in the zombie movie. You're. So, I don't believe you. Yes. I'm. So, I'm the proverbial red shirt. Yeah. You're the red shirt. Yes. 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 
But not the good red shirt with a name and a job in engineering. You're no, just a red no. shirt. Not the landing party red shirt. <laughs> Engineer number two. Yeah. So so the first thing you're going to want to do is you need to acquire as much information as you can before technology shuts down. Right. Because that's... I assume that once that happens, the, the internet's going to become even more of a wild west than it was before. You're going to need to get all the information you can. Mostly, I think, probably the most important information you have is about the zombies themselves. It would be good to know as much as is available. Right. Because, I mean, knowing yeah. my luck, you know, like, I'd be like, oh, well, if they bite me. But actually, they're, they're, they they spawn through, like, sporing. Yes. They come up to you and they just, like, dust. They just, and that's how you become a zombie. Well, but I don't know that. So you need to know what you know, causes it because obviously in horror movies, it's always kind of the same trope. Yeah. Yeah. But in real life, it's going to be different. These so, reanimated corpses. So you're thinking you'll just be able to like Wikipedia these Well, I assume that it'll or... be a, Hey, there's a zombie apocalypse. This okay. is what we know about them. Yeah. You know, like I, you know, it'll be like some sort of like giant, like news brief that'll go on for like three hours while chaos is afoot, but no one else will be listening to, but you will be. Ah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Go down to the bar, have a pint before, you know, the mob, <laughs> The mob starts. Yeah, prepare yourself. Yeah, all, all very uh, Simon yeah. Pegg and Edgar Wright. Just just go have a beer and try to figure out what you know about the zombies. Because it's important to know what you're defending yourself against. Right. Because if you come face-to-face with one, you need to know what's going to turn you into a zombie or how they're going to attack you. Okay, I can and see I, that. I bet a lot of that information would be readily available. Just readily available. Readily. martial law, the scientists have exactly. still they're had like, time There's martial law, but BTW, here are a few things you need to know. Good luck. Gotcha. I live in a very idealistic world. You do. You do. Yeah. Yeah. For me, I would probably turn to the internet just to make certain I have the books available to help me survive. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So so what would you need? What kind of books would you need to to learn to survive? Well, I'd want to make certain that I have maybe some books on basic construction. Okay. uh, Basic cooking. Okay. uh, Starting fires and, you know, camping survival guide type stuff. Yep. Yep. Um, Just how to how to function yourself in the elements okay uh, yeah. so i'd pretty much grab a whole bunch of everything obviously they're these are ebooks so i don't know if maybe i'm making a run to staples or kinko's to print them off or <laughs> maybe i'm just gonna bring like uh, a kindle and a bunch of battery packs or something until i get the gist of it i'm I mean, gonna that, read and that's something quickly. that you would be able to do i don't think the layperson is gonna have just battery packs available to charge their stuff all right well then step one now is go buy a lot of battery packs yeah, here's, if anything comes out of this, go buy rechargeable packs. Yeah. So, I mean, if, if you have hardback books of these things, this is the the prepper in me. Just have these books in your house anyway. Well, yeah, it's probably better to already have the book or already have the knowledge. But in in the event that martial law is declared, yeah. where is everyone going to go? The, the weapon stores. Right. They're going to go find guns. Right. That's going to be the cornucopia in the first five seconds of Hunger Games. You don't want to go there. You'll right. die immediately. Right. Yeah, unless you're like like the mountain from Game of Thrones, you're not surviving this. I don't even know if the mountain's really going to survive He's a gunshot. He's a really shot. big target. So he is that's, a big, yeah, that's true. It's it's tough. Yeah. Mm. So okay, so so you, but what you want to do is then maybe go to the, one of the libraries, local library or a bookstore, because I doubt there'd be a lot of people there. Oh yeah, you know, so, chaos I mean, is breaking out. Let's go loot the bookstore. Exactly. They're all Perfect. taking TVs. Why are you going to go take a TV and a gun? I mean. Yeah. Eventually, you're going to take a gun off of a dead body anyway. Right. So you'll right. get a gun later. Yeah. Just, and those make you, a lot of noise. Yeah. You need to grab a bat, yeah. go to your local Books A Million or Barnes Noble, <laughs> and, <laughs> yes. and just go find something to survive with. You know, really, I, I want to... I, I figure if the world's going to end, I would like to patron a local store. Okay. 
So I'm going to go to a local bookshop if one's available. Which, I mean, is good advice for for regular, not zombie apocalypse time. But yeah, yeah if you know, shop some mom and pops. Especially yeah. if you find something like, um, like yeah, just run-of-the-mill bookstore that has like, used books. Because yes. used books are the best, because those right. smell great. Yeah. So, so second of all, uh, pets. Bad news. <laughs> You're probably going to have to abandon your pets. Right, right. Like, in the event of a hurricane, you know, they always tell you to take your pets because they can't survive in the flood water. Right. Right. But I have a theory that in a zombie apocalypse, if you if you leave your animals to run wild, they will thrive. I think they'd be fine. Yeah. Yeah. Because I don't believe that the, the strain would affect the animals. Okay. So the sporing out of the eyes is not going to affect it's not the gonna, animals. It's not going to, it's not going to. It's, it's got to be a genetic thing. Okay. So it probably isn't going to connect itself to the chromosomes of like a cat or a dog. Right. So just rats and humans. And, gotcha. and you know, that's what they always say about li- living by yourself is that if you die, your cat's just going to eat your face. So all the cats are just going to just go and eat all the dead bodies. Oh, so they'll just be zombies anyway, just by nature. Well, to be fair, they're cats. So, yeah. I mean, are we going to notice much difference? Me? No. 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 But, but also <laughs> with dogs, though, like... Um, I mean, you could use them as utility if they're kind of a bigger dog. Yeah, I would have a dog to haul my crap around. Right. Like, you're, yeah. like it depends on your dog. Like, if you have a Pomeranian, you're not going to be exactly running the Iditarod with them. Not so much, no. But, like, if you have, like, a, a medium to large dog, yeah, they could, you know, scout for you. They could be part of the, the hunting party for you. Like, if you go and start hunting wild animals. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'd can... put a rucksack on it and have it haul some food around. I mean, you do have to bring food for the animal as well. And... That's the other thing. If you have yeah. too large of an animal, you're going to still need to feed that right. animal. So, okay. So the first thing you're going to do, make sure you have everything in order. Um, a lot of this could be contributed to the emergency preparedness podcast that you and I did. Right. Which, by the way, uh, is our most listened to episode. Of course. People love that episode. So yes. like, if you haven't listened to it, that'll tell you all your basic stuff for zombie apocalypse. See, yeah. Things that you need to have in like a go bag. You know, your 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 clothes, some extra socks and underwear, because obviously those are the two things that are going to get the gnarliest. Yeah. You know, you can take you can some... wear You can wear blue jeans forever. That's you, why they were And made. you can wear like, you know, switch between two or three t-shirts. Yeah. And you're probably fine. Yeah. And wear a jacket on your body, because who cares if it's hot? You can take it off if you need it. Or if you need to, but but also at have night it's going to keep you warm. Exactly. So yes. So you know your backpack could be full of, you know, some condensed foods yes. and some protein your bars, some survival, some kit. astronaut food. Oh yeah, MREs. MREs, yes. Yeah, yeah. So anything um, you can kind of get your hands on. A uh, sewing kit, a first aid kit, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Yeah, if you have cans of food, don't forget to grab your can opener before yeah. you abandon your home. Ooh, roll of duct tape and a knife. Oh, yes. You could yeah. build anything with those two things. Yeah. Robinson Crusoe would have been a much less exciting book if he would have just landed with like a box of duct tape and a knife. Yeah. Yeah. So. Hmm. hmm. Or Castaway. If all the stuff that FedEx was hauling <laughs> in Castaway and Tom Hanks had nothing but duct tape. Yeah. They're just, you know, supplying a local hardware store. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, okay. So we've we've done all of that. Okay. What, what? Now, let's say that it's gone like a week so far you've you've survived the first like i mean it's going to be like the purge okay the worst thing about the first part of like the zombie apocalypse breaking out is not going to be the zombies it's going to be the other people right because people are going to go bananas yeah people hate people yeah like um, i mean that's in times be, of crisis yeah in crisis you're gonna you're gonna panic yeah. and and a lot of people are going to go to a very base level survival 
into, and they're not going to care who's in their way or what they're trying to get. Right. And I, and I hope that we're wrong. I really do hope that we're wrong and that people are cool and they team together and it's like, yeah, we're going to, we all hold hands and drink Coke and yeah, have a great day. I mean, we could still keep society while there's a zombie outbreak. We could. It's not really likely. No. But we could do it. Okay, so given the fact that we understand human nature. So once you've survived that initial shock. Yes. You've you found yourself. Well, first you're going to have to find yourself somewhere to shelter. Yes. Yes. You're going to want some place that's going to be easy to defend. Uh-huh. Um, but also has an, has an exit strategy. Like yeah, more than happened. one exit. More than one exit. Yes. And exits that you know. Well, yeah, you want to know your building. Yes. Make certain it's if clear. If you enter, oh my God, this is uh, my biggest annoyance with horror movies. If you enter a building and you're like, ah, I think it's I think it's fine. Everything's great. Don't just sit down. You and whoever you're traveling with need to like FBI, CIA sweep the building. Like it just room to room. I would have gone like SWAT team. SWAT team? Yeah. I was, I was, I was pulling one. I'm like FBI, CIA, just yeah. some sort of, of government agency. Sweep in a room. <laughs> yes. Yes. So SWAT team sweep in the room. You know, this room's clear. This room's clear. Figuring out all of your exits because yes. the exit you'll need is going to be the exit you don't know. That's always my theory. Oh. Yep. So once I know the building, I'm screwed? Yes. Okay. Yes. Because there's no more exits. There's no more know. exits. If you know all of the exits. Oh, you'll I'm never know all of the exits. Oh, okay. Good. You're going to be like the secret option B. Okay, so clear the building, but don't look that hard. Don't, exactly. So then you have a little bit of time to find the secret trap door or something. Yeah. Okay. Or make that secret trap door. Oh, yeah. Because you don't, it's With not my, that you... my spoon from my MRE kit. Yes. Make sure, there's always a backup plan. Quick, we have to like <laughs> Scooby-Doo dig our way out of here as yes. fast as possible. Yes. So yes, so find yourself some shelter that's going to be safe mm-hmm. and that there's exit for and that you're going to be sheltered from whatever elements are in your area. Right, yeah, I'd like to have, not a, not a barn so much, but like a house that's like a barn. I want few windows. Okay. Because I don't want to have to board up or, you know, cover a lot of windows. Mm-hmm. But I want at least a couple doors and some decent living area inside. So, like, not a tiny house. Not a tiny house. Not a tiny house. But not a big house. Like, you don't want to be staying right. in, like, a mansion because that's a lot of rooms to clear and keep clear. Yeah, and those have a lot of windows. Yes. I don't want that. And they you always know. have the basements with the doors to the outside. And that's more yeah, exits that's you work. have to cover. Yeah, you're going to yeah. want kind of, like, almost, like, not quite a studio apartment. Like, but maybe, like, a, a two-bedroom apartment that you would get, like, in your mid-20s. But apartments usually have one door. I know, but like that size is what I'm saying. So just like a two-bedroom house? Do they have two-bedroom houses? Like just smaller ones that aren't full of windows? Probably. I, I don't know. It depends on where you are, I guess. I mean, even some windows are fine. Yeah. yeah. Okay, some windows I are just fine. don't want a rich house that I have to like board up all the windows. Okay. And it ends up being 900,000 windows. That's a lot of windows in a... It's a very rich it's, house. Yeah, it's... Oh, okay, well, I have expensive tastes. Uh, that's true. And that's too expensive. Okay. Yes. Okay, so we're, we're in our house, yes. boarded up windows, and it, it is just basically uh, how long can you, you stay there before you need to bail? Yes. I mean, it's just going to be one of those, again, uh, what's, what's a great way to communicate with the outside world? Because eventually the electricity and the internet just going to not exist anymore. Right. So what do you do? How do you communicate with the outside world? 
uh, for me, it would be the the amateur radio, the yeah. ham radios. Ham radios, CBs, yeah. whatnot. Um, that's a way that um, anybody can communicate. And I believe that's what a lot of the, uh, the preppers, the yes. doomsday preppers, of course. that's what they use. Because yeah. they know that when everything goes to hell, they've still got those. So those Which should really is continue a fun, to run. I think we talked about this in the emergency preparedness. It's a fun hobby or just something to have anyway. Right. Don't just wait until it's the end of the world or a zombie apocalypse, but it's fun to have. Yeah. So yeah. So, look so those are fun. That. Yeah. And then that's a, that's a good way to like communicate, especially if you've, you've got people nearby. Mm-hmm. They can be like, hey, I'm being eaten alive. There's a zombie horde coming. Everyone get out. Yes. Because the, the, the amateur radio folks that I know, real bros. They would they would listen. They would they would listen and they would they would tell you if you needed to go. They wouldn't even need to really know you. They're just like, listen, we just want to get the information out there. Yeah. Well, yeah. they'd at least confirm that they received your message that you were being eaten alive. That is true. So that's good. Or but they would also tell you that they were being eaten alive. Yeah. Like it's a two way street. Ah, yes, yes. Yeah. yeah. All right. So I mean, really that's a lot of it's gonna be down to how long this zombie apocalypse goes on mm-hmm. before you know, like before it's solved, quote unquote. Yeah. Before it's safe and then and 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 you know society starts to restructure itself. So really, I mean, the only other the only other like tips I think we could give you is you know, what kind of weaponry you should be using. Yeah, yeah. Um, weaponry wise, wow. Uh, for me, it would have to be a blade. Okay. Like, uh, I'd like to have a a decent sized sword. Okay. Something small and. You know, like thinner mm-hmm. and sharp, but still fast. And, and something that you like, continue to sharpen. Yeah, just keep on whacking away. Okay. Um, and then most certainly like an axe or something for for when you need big big swings, mm-hmm. but can also cut some wood and all that happy oh, stuff. Man, I feel like like an axe, yeah, like an axe would be a good utility, but also a good melee weapon. Yeah. I'm a big fan of the baseball bat. Yeah, I like the blunt objects, but you're not trying to knock them out. But I'm not, but that's the thing, like it's a d- decaying body. Yeah. So, I mean, I've got to think that if I get a good headshot out of it, I get a good softball bat yeah. that's real long and it's got a lot more of a barrel to it, Yeah. get a good swing to that. And, I mean, you take out an alive person's skull really hard. Well, that's true. So, I mean, that's I don't have to worry about which way the blade is facing. I don't have to worry about sharpening it. I've just got Louisville Slugger and I'm just swinging for all that it's worth. Because I'm not trained in using a sword or an axe as a melee weapon. That's true. So, and I think, yeah, using a, a blunt object, you don't have to worry about it embedding and sticking inside of something. Yeah. Gruesome. Yeah. Gruesome. Uh, yeah. Yes. Um, Spooktacular. Yeah. <laughs> so the, the bat would just kind of like thump and then you've either done something or you haven't. But either way, you can pull that weapon back out. Okay. Well, that brings up two things. Yes. Uh, the first thing, um, when you're th- searching out your weaponry, uh, don't go walking dead. I mean, I know a crossbow, crossbow seems cool. Right. And it looks badass, but it's just. Yeah, it's not not a lot of damage done. It's heavy. It's a lot of work to reload. Yeah, you've got. And then plus you have to go back and get those bolts. Right. Like every time you throw one or shoot one or whatever, you have to go back and get it. Right. You only have so many of that. It's not like you're going to be fashioning a lot of these in the wild. It depends on how good you are at survival skills. I guess it's true. If you already have the crossbow and you're some sort of crossbow aficionado, don't mind this. But if you just sort of somehow, like, some crossbow aficionado has gone down in a hail of zombie attack, yeah. don't steal his. 
if you don't know what you're doing. Yeah, that, that would be impractical. Yeah, don't loot that. <laughs> don't get that loot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, find his buddy that dropped the bat. Exactly. Um, but uh, the other thing, yeah, so don't get a weapon that you don't know how to use. Guns are cool because obviously guns would be able to like just do some headshots and everything, but ammunition, you can run out of it. You'll run out of ammunition. Run out. Yep. Uh, I believe you said before, they're loud. They're extremely loud. And so it's going to call attention to your position. Right. Um, but the other thing that that reminded me of is there's a lot of, you watch it in like um, warm bodies. Okay. They decide to blend in with the other zombies by rubbing zombie guts and dead body ah, all yes. over themselves. Yeah, goo makeup. Yeah. Okay. So don't do that because dead bodies, other than the zombie part, like uh-huh. if we took that completely out of it, a dead body is just festering in decay and awfulness and an infection. And you're probably covered in all kinds of cuts and stuff like that. Ah, you don't yeah. want to deal with that. Huh. I mean, that's just basic hygiene. Don't cover yourself in dead body stuff. That does make sense. Yeah. Yes. But yeah. also the zombie thing. Again, if you don't know what spreads it, mm-hmm. does it spread through saliva? Does it spread skin to skin? Does uh-huh. it spread by yeah. being just nearby? If you start spreading the stuff all over your skin, you're just turning yourself into a zombie. That would that would be a little goofy. Yeah, that would. <laughs> so don't do that. I showed them. Yeah, show them. <laughs> ah. So I yeah, guess... Yeah, don't do that. I guess the uh, the last point I would have is, you know, just to, just to not be... To, to Will Wheaton quote this, don't be a dick. If you get bit... Yeah. Or whatever spreads this, don't keep it from your group. Hmm. You know, don't be that guy. Don't be like, oh, I'm sure that if I just clean it off real nice, yeah, I won't turn into a zombie. Yeah, they won't notice. No. I'm special. Yeah, I'm special. It's right. not going to get me. Yeah. I couldn't possibly. But what about like the few hours that I could be useful? I could be helpful. But we don't know. What's the incubation time on becoming a zombie? Was well, that... haven't your scientists told you that? Well, what if they told you that it's that it's an hour? Yeah. And you got bit, and you don't know when it's going to turn. Like, what if the incubation time to becoming a full zombie is an hour, but for thirty, like after thirty minutes, you already start getting a little loony. I'm a little baby zombie. Like you're aware of, like you're aware, you're still conscious, you're okay. still like in your head, you'd still be Thai. Yeah. But you'd start getting kind of rabid, like you were going to start biting people to like spread it. But you're conscious of it. Is that's, that a hell you want to live in? That's still pretty much normal tie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So if it wasn't normal tie. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, well, then no. Who would possibly want to live in that? No, exactly. Right. So that's just one of those. I mean, sometimes it's just, it's better for everybody if, if you can just be the, the, the hero and say, I got bit. This is what needs to be done. I got this, guys. Yeah. I need I, to go I, off and don't, don't. And this is the other thing. If it's your friend or your significant other and they get bit, don't let them heroically walk into the sunset and, and claim that they're going to go do the right thing. Yeah. Because by the time they get out there, they're going to turn into a zombie and then you're going to have to face the zombie version of them later. Yeah, they're coming back at they're you. They're coming back at you and they're going to eat your right, face. Right, We don't want that. So you so, got to old yeller your friend. Exactly. Okay. Like it's just, it's a lot of tough decisions in the zombie apocalypse. Oof. Yes. Yeah. I mean, so that's, that's one of those conversations you have to have. Well, if, me, yeah, I figure by the time you're reaching that point, you've probably grown accustomed to this anyway. I, I hope so. Yeah. But I mean, usually by the time you get to that point, it's because you've already been burned a few times before. Right. Like, oh, remember when we didn't, you know, shoot Cindy when she got bit and then yeah. she bit three other people. And then so now our group it went down from 10 to the four that it is now. Yeah. And that's good math. Um. <laughs> well, because then they bit some right, people. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's um, a chain reaction. Cindy so had Cindy everything. listened to this from yeah. the start. It's all Cindy's fault. Right. She could have explained it. Stupid Cindy. Yeah. 
I mean, I'd, I'd call her out, but she's not listening. No, because she's a dead zombie. Right. Yes. So, yeah. So that makes sense. You know, don't don't hide it. Yeah, like, I mean, it's important to know that in a zombie apocalypse, like this is, this is this is real situation. You have to be able to have the conversations of what do we do? These are co- contingency plans. Don't don't have somebody who's telling you no 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 that won't happen because it will. If right. you talk about it, it's going to happen. So if you talk about it, I feel like it just lowers fate's chance of making it happen to you. Ah uh, yes, because you have a plan for it, much right. like my exit strategy. Your exit strategy. Yeah, like if I don't know all the exits, exactly. Uh huh. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Okay. So. Um, I think for some reason, I feel that the the more likely thing to do me in or do anyone in is going to be nature and the elements. Oh, obviously. So well, that's, the, that's like the thing they say in Armageddon when they're they're briefing them. Yeah. They're like these are the things that are most likely to kill you, and like the first one is just like the atmosphere itself. Yeah. Like. You, a, a a a computer nerd through and through to your core, going out in the elements for more than five days and needing to survive that yeah. with me? Yeah, no. Well, yeah, I'd obviously not be with you. No, obviously but, not. But I, I, no, no, I would I would get our son and I'd just be like, bye. Because yeah. I don't want to travel with a group of people. That's too many people to trust. I could believe that. Like I'm, I'm, I, I get loner in those things because I don't want to have to worry about someone else making poor decisions. So you're just gonna SWAT team your shelter by yourself. Yeah, I live sense. in the tiny house. Yeah, like that's just one of those. I'm in a tiny house. I have it, you know. I'd be like, or like on a bicycle where I just and like live in a tent. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, there's too much liability with other people in a crisis situation. Hmm. Because then you end up with someone like Cindy who gets bit and doesn't tell anybody, and now they're just putting you in danger. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how society existed in the first place. Why aren't we just riding around in bicycles and living in tents on our own? I don't know. I feel like that would be pleasant for everyone. Oh. Hmm. I mean, could I still get Wi-Fi in the tent? In See, this... that's that's where you need a computer nerd like me. That's true. <sighs> I can hook up the Wi-Fi. And then go off to my just, own Guys, tent. I just wish we could all live in tents with Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> just want to all, I just want to bake a cake full of rainbows so we can all eat it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, guys, I, I mean, unless you have something else, I think those are most of my tips. Well, I think we need a recap because most certainly. Okay, recap. So, so you're going to need to learn as much as you can about wilderness and uh, these zombies. Yeah. Like well, what kind of zombies they are, how they do... Because I assume that, they, again, like I said, I assume that it's like, hey, there's a zombie apocalypse. These were created in the lab. We thought that they were going to do this, but instead they do this. Like, I'm not saying it's going to be like an hour and a half briefing that all of us have to sit in front of the TV for. It's going to be like four sentences. Like, oh, don't okay. let them near you. Don't let them lick you. So you need the elevator pitch of the zombies. Correct. Good callback. And then you need to have your survival guides. Yes. And a backpack full of... Mm-hmm. Just some clothes and sewing kit and like water bottles, canteen. And how to clean your water? Medical that's gonna kit. Be, water's yes. gonna be king here. Boiling or the sterilization tablets? Or do both? Or both? <laughs> that seems kind of. I like to cover both. Bases. Wasteful. Yeah. I like to cover both. Bases. I don't want to deal with yep. like bubble gut because I decided not to boil it, but only use the tablets. As long as you give them enough time, they should. Because be I don't, I don't have that kind of patience. Yeah. So and then me, I'm going to. Grab a bicycle, like okay. you said, um, with like a spare inner tube or tire. Yeah. And a pump and a yeah, patch kit. Yeah, you want to get probably something like, don't, 
Like if you're if you're just taking a bike because you personally don't have a bike, so it's not like you're gonna go out right. to the shed and get your bike. And my bike is a road bike. Yeah, I'm not gonna be able to do a lot of off roading with that bike. Right. With an 18 month old strapped to my back. No. No, I need something like a mountain bike, something a little bit more rugged. Right. Yeah. Well, after we after we loot locally. Yes. We can go We're go to a local bike shop. Yeah, we can we can loot a local bookstore and then go to a local bike shop and and get what we need. They are nearby. Yes. Everyone has them. There's always a local bicycle shop. Yes. 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 Uh, and your weapon. You need to make sure yep. you always have a weapon on you. Weapon that good. you know how to use. Yes. All right. So we got that. Yep. Um, if you've got a radio and some batteries, always good. Always good. Yes. Uh, if not, you know, just clothing and enough to keep yourself sane. Yeah. I mean, I mean make sure that, that whatever team you're rolling with, you trust implicitly. Yeah. Don't don't let someone bring in some strange guy that you don't know. Yeah. That's the guy that's bringing in trouble. Yeah. Yeah. Get rid of that guy. Yeah, no one likes that guy. Yeah. Doug. <laughs> Maybe Doug should run away with Cindy. That. They're no, dead. then they start then they procreate. Then they'd have an even dumber kid named like Kevin. Oof. And then Kevin would be the downfall and he'd be like the king of the zombies. Huh. Yeah. Hmm. I feel like that's a I'd read that book. <laughs> I'd read the crap out of that book. I'd say otherwise, you've just ostracized a lot of people. A lot of people uh, named Cindy and Doug and Kevin. Yeah. Sorry, guys. There's at least nine of them. At least nine of you. Somewhere. I apologize yes. to all of you individually. Okay. Um, so, yeah. I mean, I think that's, that's the good overview. Yeah. I mean, obviously, it's going to be a little bit different based on what kind of zombies they are, where you live. Because mm-hmm. um, I don't think we covered this. We talked about bikes. But um, if you live in the middle of a city... Like much like when they were talking about hurricane evacuation. Right. When you all try to leave a city, it becomes huge gridlock. It's a little bit of pain. Because yeah. everyone's trying to leave in their car. Right. So if you're on a bike or some other sort of vehicle, like something that flies perhaps, mm-hmm. you know, something like that, you're going to be able to move around faster. Because hmm. people are going to try to take their whole lives with them. You don't need that stuff. Right. I don't need the box of pictures of my son. Now, who has printed pictures? I don't know. I mean, I'm just going to throw everything on a thumb drive and then just keep it with me. <laughs> My and then... thumb drive. It's everything I've ever needed. Well, then when everything is fine and recovered, you go get a computer and you've got them all back. Well, there you go. And it's all good. All right. You like don't need to carry head. a computer. I like that in your head, the zombie apocalypse is going to last maybe 48 hours. Well, thumb drives will last a long time. It's fine. If it was 48 hours, I have enough laptop battery backups. That's I mean, I'm true. good for What'd that. What did you do for the zombie apocalypse? Oh, I, I, I streamed all of uh, Stranger Things. Yeah. Seasons one and two. And then took a nap and it was over. Yeah. Yay. I had a nice enough media server. I wouldn't have to leave the house. That is true. Yeah. Yeah. See, this is why people are going to want to hang out with us is because you have stuff like that. Yeah, but I'm useless otherwise. Well, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have that, you know what, that'll be the final tip. Yeah. Have skills that are not, you know what I mean? Like have skills that are, uh, yeah, I mean, you don't need to be a woodsman, perhaps, right. but maybe have some sort of like, oh, I'm an engineer or I know how to do some tasks. It, right. if, if there's some sort of commune that sort of gets together that's like a zombie-free zone, you're going to need to be able to pull your weight. So you may not be like the perfect doctor or right. farmer or, yep. you know, construction guy but you should be able to have some sort of skill yeah like if you can sew that's a that's a skill that a could skill, be used definitely. yep yeah if i mean if, if if you're if you've been like you know you're fit and you've mm-hmm. been working out 
I mean, you can carry things. You can carry people. You know, like, hey, if this person's been injured, oh, we'll carry them to the med tent that we've made. I've met a lot of fit working out type people who could not carry me. Well, no, because you're a giant. I am a giant. And also, like, as a giant and you're nothing but legs, if you hurt yourself, we're just going to have to put you down. That makes sense. So, I mean, it's not yeah. going to be about carrying you. I'm way too large to heal. Yeah. No, yeah. it's not worth it. You're going to use up all of our, you know, like, all of our pills and stuff because yeah. your body, you need extra. That makes sense. Okay. The race that would survive these zombies would be a lot of short people. <laughs> short but strong people. So the humans are going to come back as five foot four and... The hobbits will really, rise. Really, really strong. The hobbits okay. will rise. Well, then you will fit in. I'm so excited. <laughs> I will be the queen. Yes. All right, guys. That is uh, our zombie apocalypse tips. Um, take that for all you will uh, from two people who would obviously die within at least the first 24 hours of a zombie apocalypse. I would survive. How long would you survive? It, ish. 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 Approximately, how long do you think you would survive? Uh. Because there's no way you're making it to the end. Well, me, I'm imagining the end is like ten years. Well, I, maybe I, longer. I agree. Yeah. But to me, here's what I picture: I, um, this is how my brain sees it going down. Is that I do everything right? I do all the stuff that we talked about, and I'm like, this is what we're all gonna do, and right. I'm gonna get taken out by like some guy who hits me with his car yeah or just like a zombie that we didn't see coming like i'm gonna be the warning story that everyone talks about eh, I, everything she did everything right and then abby got eaten i feel i'll make it like you know one of the the cops from the movies where i'm just a few days from the end of the zombie you know apocalypse i'm just and, tomorrow i'm retiring i'm so and then excited a, a satellite falls from space Ugh. right on me because Ugh. we didn't have anyone push it back out there oh Ugh. Yeah, I'm going to get taken out by something really inane. Yeah. Right at the end. I'll make it near the finish line. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Both realistic, I, be I believe. I think we're Absolutely. both being realistic yeah. in, in what we think will happen. The toilet from the space station. The toilet from the space station is going to take you out? Yep. That's a very realistic possibility. It happens every day. It's reasonable. It's yeah. reasonable. There's a whole TV show about Probable. it. Probable. Yeah. Yes. All right, guys. So, uh... Now that I am back with my adulting podcast of wonderfulness, I've decided we're going to move because I, before I was doing kind of a weekly schedule, mm -hmm. I think I'm going to move to a monthly schedule. It's going to give me more time to make the podcasts more robust, give yeah. me more time to research. Um, and I will also be able to do kind of like a different format where I would be able, we can, we can talk in the beginning and here's the topic at hand. And then I could tack on an interview because I've been actually lining up a few of things to talk about with with other fellow adult type people. Nice. To talk about those things. So we could do the format that's kind of like that. Except it would be easier for me because obviously I'm working full time and I've got a small child and I'm going to classes and stuff like that. It'll be easier and it would be better for everybody. Everyone will be much happier with the, the once a month schedule with a, a more robust. A like steady once a month with an actual good robust line. Yes, we're just going to keep where, saying robust. Yes, where robust. you've also chosen better than me. Yes. Maybe. Maybe? Maybe. Okay. Yeah. I have my skills. So, yeah. I don't have a lot of skills. No. But, but I have you're good to talk to. Like, you're a good bounce, you know, like, board, or like, sounding board for me. Yeah. Yeah. I might as well be a dinner plate. Yay! Wait, Speaking I don't Speaking of dinner plates. What? The the November podcast, which is, you know, November is coming up shortly, uh, will be about Thanksgiving. Oh, hey, cool. Like how to like attend Thanksgiving as an adult, you know, what you would need to 
do, how you should act, like if you're going to someone else's. Because a lot of the times, once you become an adult, sometimes you get invited to like a friend's family right. Thanksgiving yeah. or like a significant other, like that starts kind of happening. Or like going to your families. Or if you've decided, like a lunatic and me, of hosting your Thanksgiving. Uh-huh. Like what you would need to do. Right. So things like that. How Or how would you host your own or host your families? So no, the no longer being drug along with your parents to a, a different weird family mm-hmm. Thanksgiving where you sit at the kids' table even though you're twice the size of the <laughs> next oldest kid. I'm 32 years old, Mom. Yeah. 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 No, that we'll talk about that because there's a lot of, there's a lot of gray area with that. Because okay. no one really tells you and sits you down and says, hey, this is what you need to be doing. I feel that's what we're missing in today's education. I know. And that's why I'm here. Well, hey, excellent. Excellent. I look forward to it. So, okay, guys, uh, if you guys have any questions, A, if you, first of all, if you know how long you think you'd survive in a zombie apocalypse or you have any fun, like, anecdotes about zombie apocalypse survival, uh, please, please email them to me. My email is learntoadult at gmail.com or in more serious adulting things, if you actually have questions that's related to the Thanksgiving topic, um, like what you should be doing or like how you should be like etiquette wise, also email those to me. Um, we obviously haven't recorded that quite yet, so I can cover all of those and anything that would be needed. It's, again, it's learn to adult at gmail.com. And you can subscribe to this podcast on, boy, basically any, any platform. It's Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, on all of those. You know, if you're feeling... Feeling froggy, you can leave a review. That always makes me feel all nice and warm and fuzzy inside. All fuzzy. Since it is the holiday season. Oh, yes. Yes. But other than that, I think that closes out this holiday mini spooktacular episode of Zombie Survival. Yes. Any other closing words of wisdom, Tyson? Mm, I look forward to pumpkin pie. Ooh, pumpkin pie. Yes. Like apple pie as well. Like a Dutch apple pie with the crumbling on top. Well, that sounds wonderful too. It does. Just pie. Pie. Yeah, yeah. I look forward to pie. Pie and all of the cool whip. Yes. I'm so hungry. So survive, survive for the sake of pie. Survive if for nothing else, pie. Yes. We'll see you next time, guys. Bye.